greatest FIFA song of all time. Incorrect. No, this is the best. I don't care what it says. I've never even heard it. Are you serious? Yeah, swear to God. I haven't played like the past two or three people though. This is definitely the best FIFA song of all time. I, I boycotted FIFA after like FIFA 19. Talk. <laughs> <laughs> See me in um, Football Manager. Football Manager? I got you. They, they even got music on that? Nah, I don't think so. <laughs> I play my music. Right. Welcome, everybody, ladies and gentlemen, to the Los Angeles Saga Show. I'm your host, Jerry Reynoso, alongside my good friend, Jonathan Ortega. Where John at? Where John at? He's right here at the studio. Right here in your we ears. We are baby. listening to 22S Radio 88.1 FM HD3 KKJZ Long Beach, Los Angeles. We are. 22S Radio, but most importantly, Jonathan, we are, we are black, black and, and gold. gold. What a weekend. What a spring break. What a week. My goodness, dude. Damn. It's been a minute. It's been a minute. This song's a banger, bro. I'm going to play a little yeah. bit. I'm going to say those, those couple songs I showed you before were better. Those are good, but this one is Gorillas. Come on. It's Rhinestone Eyes. All right, y'all. Welcome, everybody. We had a fun, fun, fun game uh, on Saturday between LAFC and Orlando. But mm-hmm. before we get into that, we got to come back down to earth and reflect on our spring break this past week. Let's talk about it. Let's talk about it just a little bit. How was yours, Jonathan? It's pretty good, bro. Much need a break. Oh, yeah. I had way too many papers and stuff right before then. So I remember you telling me, did you have like four S's to do? We yeah. couldn't even go party or nothing, man. Yeah, I mean, we ended up going anyway. But yeah, right. <laughs> I, I was doing some of the essay at the party. Though. There you go, yeah. Like a responsible college student. There you go, yep. Mm. Responsible. <laughs> but any, uh. What about you, Jerry? What'd you do? Oh, man. Did you maybe go to like uh, Texas for something, maybe? Something like that, yeah. yeah. Oh, I had the I had the time of my life twice. Mm. Uh, I I took the time to nerd out a bit, mm. you know what I mean, and be a kid again. So that's what I'm doing now. Uh, I went to WrestleMania on Saturday, Jeez. sat front row. Oh hell yeah! Oh hell yeah! <laughs> that was amazing. Had a great time. Got to see uh, Steve Austin get a little stone cold. You know mm. what I mean? Stunner. Stunners on deck, right there, right in front of my face. It was a great time, man. You know, it's just there's not many uh, times where I get to feel like a kid again. Mm-hmm. So I took the opportunity to do so and met some f- cute of some fun folks and you know people that were much older than me who also got to experience that that childlike feeling once again. So it was very cool, man. Um, and yeah, just overall fun ride. Uh, but yeah, man, I didn't even get to watched this LAFC game against Orlando. Mm. I was trying to keep up with it, but the Dallas, uh, Texas, not even the Dallas, Texas Wi-Fi, the Jerry World Wi-Fi, man. Come on, Jerry Jones. Gotta get that Wi-Fi better. It's too much going on. Too much going on. (laughs) You can afford all these lights, all these fireworks in this big stage. For real. Nice ring and jumbotrons and whatnot, but no Wi-Fi? Come on now, Jerry. Tell him. Tell him. Come on, Jerry. He's definitely listening. Yeah. <laughs> I saw him too. Yeah, I was this close to going up to him. Not even just talking about the Wi-Fi. I'm, hey man, what's going on with my Cowboys? What's going on, bro? What's going on with my? Why Cowboys? haven't we signed anyone? <laughs> I wouldn't even do that to uh, John Thornton, bro, because I know he he got the. He's trying handle. at least. He's trying, right? <laughs> Jerry, I don't know about that. <laughs> oh, Jerry, man! I, I told my dad I was talking to him. I was like, like, dude, there's if there's gonna be a reason why I'm changing my name, <laughs> it's not because of you, Dad. I'm gonna change my name because of Jerry Jones. Mm. If I was to change my name, I think I'd be like. I don't know. I, I want to get rid of. I want to get rid of the Jays. Sorry, Jonathan's not mm. up on the table. Sorry about that. It's all good. Yeah, I'll take it. I'll probably be like a. <laughs> I'll keep mine. Yeah, right. I don't know if I was to have a different name, but you know what? We're just gonna get right into it. LAFC versus Orlando City. Shocker. Four two. Four two. But surprisingly, it was raining again in Florida. Who knew that wow. was gonna happen? Surprising. Right? Right? Mind boggling. Mind boggling. Uh, I don't know what it is about Florida weather. I thought California weather was sometimes bipolar. Uh, and then I met uh, California's ex-girlfriend in Florida. And mm. then we got to see what happened there. So, yeah. Four to two. What a game, man. Four to two. There's plenty to break down here heading into this show right now. And just to start things off, we're going to go ahead and go with the starting 11. I'm going to just say this. As a casual fan that was there, like, not having to do, like, the press credentials or anything... It was a fun game, dude. Yeah. It was blotted back and forth, tacking and going both ways. 
good saves on both ends. Gee, it was yeah, a good game. It was a really fun game to watch. And, you know, like I said, I didn't get to catch it live, but I mm. watched it at least two two times yesterday, mm. front and back, just trying to break down, like, what was this? And, you know, LAFC did start pretty slow. Uh, but before we get into it, let's go ahead and give you the uh, starting lineup brought to you by... I don't know. We don't sponsor. <laughs> so. <laughs> Maxi Crepo on by, goal, right? Brought to you by Jerry's... Um, picks that he won this weekend <laughs> oh yeah man shout out to uh, underdog fantasy made some money on the way to anywho staying in between the posts is maxine crapo and the back line it consists of diego palacios mamadou fall jesus david maria who got team of the week nod this week shout Scored out to goal. him goal and an assist mm-hmm. you know uh ryan hollingshead who's been on a high recently there pancho Ginella, who Came in for uh, Cifuentes. Mm-hmm. Ilya Sanchez. Ooh, we're going to talk about him Ball a lot word. later on. He balled out. Latif Blessing, my man. And then the top three that we've uh, been looking forward to see together. We got to see them work together for the first time. The uh, method. Rayito Chicho Vela. Yep. Trident. That's 17-9-10 right there. Mm-hmm. What, what zip code is that? I don't think that's enough for zip code. Huh? I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> it's not zip code. But yeah, man, that's what that's what LAFC went out with uh, against Orlando, and they showed out. Mm-hmm. They most definitely showed out. Uh, just a quick summary of the goals. Goal was scored by Brian Rodriguez, and that was I like to say the first ever goal sequence where we saw all three of them, all three of them together: Carlos Vela, Chicharrango with the cross all the way to the back post. Beautiful the run. link up. Great, great link pass, up, dude. Great, great pass. pass from both ends. Vela yeah. to to Chicho, who caught Ruan uh, back post, mm-hmm. wasn't ready for that. Perfect goal line, and like pass. just so satisfying with like Rayito running from the back post, sliding mm-hmm. in, just little making cle- all that effort, all the cleat kiss right there, just into the goal. Mm-hmm. Oh man, that's top ends technically. That's Los Angeles Football Club right there. Mm-hmm. Eh? That's good football. Yeah, that was a lot of fun. Uh, and then to follow up with that, they had. Alexander Pato, who before that in the tenth minute scored a beautiful goal. Yeah, got called back. Got though. called back on offsides, but what a beautiful setup! Mm-hmm. You know the off-ball play was fantastic from Orlando, and you know just watching that game over and over again and looking at the highlights, this Orlando team is not bad. Yeah, I was saying that throughout the game. I'm like, dude, Orlando's a good team. They're actually really fun to watch. Yeah, you know what I mean. They're entertaining. They play good football. They know how to, like, what their game plan is. Yeah, it's like Oscar Pereira, he did a great job, like, setting up this squad, you know? Yeah. I was looking for, okay, let's see what Facu Torres could do with this. Baller, and, too, though. Yeah, he is a baller. Mm-hmm. But then Alexander Pato was like, hey, hold my beard, Jerry. You, you, gotta, you gotta look at me, <laughs> hold too, it, man. Hold it. Hold on, man. You don't even know I scored on Barcelona 10 years ago. That's what I'm saying, yeah. <laughs> By right. myself. You can even know what Pato means, bro. Come on, <laughs> <laughs> But, yeah, dude, Alexander Pato scored a screamer of a goal, volley. Called or oh, not volley, it was a nice touch, yeah. but just the buildup was fantastic, dude. Definitely yeah. caught uh, all of LAFC's backline and even some of the midfield lacking mm-hmm. for sure. They were slacking for sure. Yeah, that the the assist and the finish were both one touch in the air, which is really impressive. Yeah, yeah. in like, the rain while it was, was like, raining was like, and like damn. the setup and then the volley, boom! I was like, all right, you just gotta clap it up. Yeah, and I like, did. Good and shot. Then, I was on low key, just low key. I was a little bit upset that I was offside. I was like, "Ooh, that was too good for it to be offside." But hey, it is what it is. We didn't do a preview show. We were enjoying ourselves in spring break. But mm-hmm. I thought to myself, what I wanted to see for LAFC this game against Orlando is to see LAFC with their backs on the wall. Mm-hmm. I want to see how this back line, the defense, looks when they have pressure on them and when they're not necessarily playing bad. But how they respond to like moments like that we had today, getting or scored in this on, game. getting scored twice. on once or twice, and just being pressured like they did, um, mm. and we got a great example of that today, and that led to Steve Trendler having to adjust in the second half. Mm-hmm. Uh, before we go into the second half, we also had a goal from Jesus David Murillo, who uh, just balled his whole game, man. He was there, you know. He was everywhere. He was everywhere, and you know it's it's been funny, funny, but. Very unfortunate because the past few weeks he's been like getting like knocks, mm, getting hit in the down. head, up and down. Like we need to do a money line, like over and under, like <laughs> two and a half if he's gonna get hit in the head twice or three. Two times. and a half fouls. Yeah, committed on Murillo. Yeah, exactly. So it's just like he's beginning. He's beginning knocked up pretty hard. Yeah. Um, but 
today he was pretty resilient and you know it resulted that he scored a, a nice goal in the 38th minute who was just super it was, aware it was a funky goal it was I mean, a funky goal good good for him on being aware and being in the box in the goalie box but dude what was that pass like hey right one of, the, one of the first things you're taught as a defender is don't go across the goal yep that's the most dangerous ball to play yeah, down the exactly. middle, man. I was like, Stay away from the middle. Yeah, exactly. I was like, I mean, we'll take it. Yeah, right. Any day of the week, but yeah. Bruh. Yeah, and, you know, just for Murillo, uh, you know, right place at the right time, and he tapped it in against mm-hmm. Pedro Gallese, who I expected to play way better than the way he actually did. Mm-hmm. Um, but nonetheless, he did play fairly decent. Yeah, I mean, we know the level he's up he could play to. I don't yeah. think he was at that level. Maybe he's still riding off that high about possibly going to Qatar. Yeah. Which they still have to win that game against yeah, Australia yeah, to do yeah, so. Yeah, you know it's easy so? money though. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> uh and then following that we had a halftime <laughs> score from guess who? Joel Moutinho, who mm. loves to score against LAFC, but he also loves LAFC apparently. Which Celebrated is, though, which is great, and that's fine if he celebrates, man. You know, man, mm-hmm. you don't, you still don't like that. It's been a few I years mean, now that he's been left the team, and he's, he's still celebrating, bro. Yeah, I mean, good for him. I don't really care. I'm just saying, whenever whenever an ex player celebrates, you sometimes you take you look at it. I don't look at it. I nah. thought, all right, cool, man. Mm-hmm. If it's like, <laughs> if it's like. If it's a veteran player that was there for like years, years, years. Exactly. this guy was only there for the first year. Yeah, bro. Like, so he I, could do whatever you want, bro. That's why I'm just, I'm just saying, I'm just pointing out that he did celebrate. Now, I don't really care if he scored. Now, if Raheem Edwards, I hate that we keep talking about, but <laughs> I gotta bring it. Raheem Edwards, God forbids. I don't want to jinx nothing, mm. but God forbids that fool scores this upcoming weekend against us in the Derby. And he doesn't celebrate. I'm gonna be mad. He doesn't. He doesn't. <laughs> you want him to? Celebrate? I want him to celebrate. You because you want to be a hater. I want. <laughs> I want to give. I want to be a reason to not respect this guy. You know what I mean? You want him. You want him to give you more reasons to hate. Yes, exactly. Yeah, exactly. But, I mean, fair enough. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. if he goes like, "Oh, thank you guys," like, no, I'll be like, no, bro. We're trying to make you the enemy. <laughs> yeah, exactly, man. You're the heel, bro. Yeah. It's not trying to be. You know what I mean? So yeah, God forbids though, man. And if it happens, ooh, best believe I'm, I'm screaming like, oh, I'm gonna say some things that can be said on air. <laughs> uh, but yeah, John Moutinho who scored a great ball, a uh, great goal, mm-hmm. bottom right corner shot, very nice. Uh, setup. And it was just yeah, exactly. He was wide open the whole time. Yeah. You know, and what I saw tactically was Ryan Holling's head was worried about having a la, um, Kara. Mm. I can't remember his first name. Kara from Orlando. Turkish. Turkish fellow. Yeah, Turkish fellow from Orlando City. Uh, number nine. Mm-hmm. He was in the center of the penalty box. Literally, like, right on the dot. And Ryan Hollings was like, oh, that's my man. But if he's in the center, you have to transfer him over to your center backs. Yeah, no communication No going communication on. right there going on. And that left, uh, you know, he could have told Murillo, hey, you're, this is your man now. I'm going to go back, cover back post. Mm-hmm. Uh, he unfortunately got stuck. Nice little pick from Kara there. To block mm-hmm. him off. John Matino, who was just playing the line the way he does. Really good, man. Just all you could do, like you said earlier, just clap it up. Mm-hmm. And he was wide open, took the shot, celebrated. Cool. Move on. Two yeah. to two to one going into halftime. Nice setup. I was gonna say the only thing about that goal that I really didn't like is the miscommunication. Cause like, dude, that I was too I, easy. I don't think I've ever seen someone with so much space inside the box. Yeah. There's like a legit five meter radius around him. And I was like, bro what <laughs> yeah yeah yeah. it like, was it was definitely easy to prevent yeah i just remember like seeing it happen and i was like wait how is he this wide open right now like how is he how is this happening but uh it's whatever we won yeah exactly this game could have easily been four to four to one mm-hmm. four to one for sure um but you know heading to the second half uh Ilya sanchez and this is something that some people might be like it's not a big deal but to me it's huge and what i noticed in the past four years is even in even in the the year where LAFC in 2019 went off in terms of scoring and defensive effort, you know we had the highest number one rank in everything. One, in everything, much. we were goal differential was top tier. Mm-hmm. We scored so many goals, yet we did not shoot mm. from above the 18 yard box. The only thing was build up, build up, build up. We broke them down. Cool, it's beautiful, nice. Mm-hmm. But to me personally, if you're in the 18 yard box, mm. take a shot, man. Yeah. That's exactly I feel Ilias, the same way. That's exactly what Ilya Sanchez did. Mm. And it went past uh Gaiese. Banger. You know? 
and it was a great goal. The thing is, it wasn't like great placement or anything, but he just hit it so hard. There's it, nothing it froze, anyone bro. can do. Exactly. And Gaiessa had like four or five people right in front of him. There's no way you're getting in front That's of him. That's what I'm that. saying. Like moments like that. Like why you got to wait till you're inside the six yard box mm-hmm. and like where he could obviously see it and make an attempt to you know stop it yeah you know so props to Ilya sanchez and i honestly want to give props to steve Chirendolo because he probably told him the same thing you know hey, what bro, I mean? go take shots man. dude take a shot because the thing is lafc were getting dominated in this game i mean if i could read out the the stat sheet the first quick, half it was, it was first ugly. half it was pretty ugly you know uh but overall they I were getting dominated as well yeah i uh, have the stats right here it was 60 to 40 possession so. yeah about 60 40 13 shots for Orlando, eleven for LAFC. Which last year the margin uh, between uh, the ratio between our opponent and us in terms of shots and shots on target mm-hmm. were very very off, like mm-hmm. five to one, if anything. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. This time it's thirteen to eleven. I say that's two to one. Yet we still won four to two. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, they had more shots in goal, five to four. Uh, block shots, Crapo doing his thing, holding it back, and the possession. You know, they the, the stats that I want to find out is the time of possession how mm. long that each person held the ball you know what i mean um but yeah like we we didn't shoot as much as i think i hoped we could mm-hmm. but we did take advantage of opportunities where we could shoot we shot mm-hmm. and that resulted in four goals and you know people will say that uh you know these goals were kind of handed to uh lafc but that's what you do you take mm-hmm. advantage of those opportunities <clears throat> that uh, are given up for you uh, not every goal is a clear opportunity, and not every clear opportunity is a goal. Exactly. Yeah. Break no- that knowledge right not, there. Big brain. I gotta sit back. I like that one. one huh? I, I like that, that one. That was nice. I was off the top. It's true though. I respect that. It's true though. I respect that. You know who I don't respect? Raheem Edwards. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Opoku to clean it up in the 90th minute plus three stoppage oh, time. Before that though, in the 78th, Crepo had a. Big oh, save, yeah. dude. Great save, man. Far post. Yeah. Snatched it out of midair. Yeah. That was a big part of the game. Great save. You know, and that save. You know, everybody's saying, oh, yeah, points, points. Goals and 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 and, and goals goals made and goals prevented, those mm. are big factors, dude. Yeah. Because those that those kind of moments are intimidating. Mm-hmm. You know? He did this at an, on a road game. Mm-hmm. Imagine him doing that at home behind the fans. And not only does he make that save, but the fans are screaming like crazy. Yeah. How intimidated, you know what I mean? How intimidated are these guys going to be? Let's go, Crepo. Exactly, bro. Uh, but yeah, uh, Quadro Poku, Mahala. Mm-hmm. Baller. Baller. Yep. I don't care what anybody says. Mahala is a baller. Mm-hmm. And it's just thinking, again, what ifs. What ifs. Overreaction Monday. Got to have them. What if Mahala didn't get hurt? <laughs> What if he didn't get that torn ACL or whatever it is that he was dealing with uh, last season? Mm-hmm. And, you know, the only glimpse we had of him was that screamer against Cruz Azul in the CONCACAF Champions League, you know? Yep. So that just got me thinking, hey. The dude is clearly good. He's good. He has that natural striker, killer instinct mm-hmm. ability of, like, you know what? You need a goal? I got you. Even, like, taking people on when he diced up, like, three people before setting up Vela that one time. Yeah. I was like, sheesh. Exactly, man. So... He's a he's a pure hooper, <laughs> pure <laughs> hooper, pure hooper. You know who is it? No, it's great. <laughs> Lewa. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, but Apoku cleans it up at the 90th minute and gets a goal himself before LAFC hop on the jet and back home. Finding out that they flew right after the game, mm-hmm. team. They landed at 2 a.m. local time. Jeez. Yeah, shout out to Mark Dos Santos and his uh, Instagram story. That's they didn't not want to be in Orlando. Yeah, it was like, <laughs> dude, I'm tired of this cold. I'm tired of this rain. Screw. We got Universal Studios over here anyways, bro. We good. Yeah. You know what I mean? Orlando's not fun, bro. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Ask, ask the NBA bubble. Yeah, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right? But yeah, man. Any takeaways for you of this game? A lot of takeaways, but at the same time, like, it's there's two sides to the coin, right? Like, yeah, it's a four-two win. Big saves, big, um, big saves by Crepo. Good attacking, but at the same time, like, can you really be happy, happy with the that two-two at least at the half? At that half, it looked very funky. Yeah, yeah, that's for sure. And in um, hindsight, it's always different. Yeah, most definitely. You know, mm-hmm. five games in, I'm really liking how this LFC squad is uh, looking. Uh, Steve Terendolo, 
That guy's a he's a he's bad legit. he's a bad dude, man. He's, he's one of them. He's good, man. We're ready for uh to accept callers. Whoever wants to go ahead and talk to us, let us know. 562-985-5140. Again, that's 562-985-5140. Go ahead and give us a call. Let us know your thoughts on LAFC's performance against Orlando and what are you guys are feeling heading into this weekend's big derby. The first time ever we're going to see Carlos Vela representing LAFC and Javier Hernandez, Chicharito, representing the Carson Galaxy. Mm. And this should be a very, very fun one. Yep, this good team. Both teams Saturday. are good. Yeah, both teams are good. Obviously, LAFC are in better form. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Chicharito cleaned up very well mm-hmm. this past weekend against Portland. And yeah, it was just definitely a fun game to watch. He got that brace, and he set up that first one. And So, yeah. Amen. They beat Portland by more than us. And we didn't beat Portland. Yeah, we didn't yeah, beat we Portland. Portland. We, be- we didn't beat Portland. Yeah. We beat ourselves, anything. So, yeah. it's, it's, it's definitely, I think, is comes down to who wants it more mm-hmm. who wants this game more who wants to get the momentum and you know this game will be talked about for a very long time heading into the next matchup in july mm. so it should be a fun one for sure i'll be at anybody who is interested in talking to us 562-985-5140 again that's 562-985-5140 did you have any takeaways? I had a big takeaway, and one of it is just the overall adaptation of Steve Trundle and his tactics. Mm. You know, we got to see more of that uh, that front three trident press that we like seeing, mm-hmm. uh, and it was heavy. Not only was it heavy, but the the rain did not stop these guys from pressing like the way they did. Mm-hmm. You know, so I was very excited to see that, and Chicho just having that great sense of urgency, like, oh, okay, we're down two to one. Uh, let's turn this up a bit. You know, I mean, let's get back into control of this. And they really set the tempo. That was very exciting for me to see. Uh, and Steve Trent was in the press conference after the game, too, the post-game conference, that he was very happy with the way that, you know, the way things turned out in the end. The first half, of course, wasn't pretty. Mm-hmm. The second half was way better. Yep. And we got the result that we wanted. That's what you do. That's simple, you know? Okay. That's simple. First half, you watch. Okay. What can we do better heading to the second? Mm-hmm. You adjust in the second. And, you know, you take advantage of the moments that occur in the game and you, you know, process through that way. You know, that's what it, that's what this game is at the end of the yep. day. It's a moment, momentum type of game. And, you know, it's not by winner of what's the score. It's the winner who could take advantage of the most moments. Mm-hmm. It's so also matchup plays a big... Matchup was definitely huge, you know. Chicho Rango was balling on Ruan. Mm. Ruan was getting... I, you know, he was getting Will Smith by everybody, bro, this weekend. You know, Vela was on him. Mm-hmm. Rayito was having a great game. And shout out Rayito, man. He stepped up huge in this game. Mm-hmm. And the past few games, he's been doing a lot better, you know. You yeah. can definitely tell that Steve Trundle is giving Rayito the freedom to express himself on the pitch. Mm-hmm. And it's something that we haven't really been able to see when Bob Bradley was at the helm. Mm-hmm. So I think a lot of this has to do with Steve Trundle and what he's doing on the board rather than LAFC on the pitch. I would even go as far as to say, it seems like Chirundolo is more of that, like, I believe in you type coach, where he's like, oh, that's why you're, you're seeing Rayito and Mahala all of a sudden playing with max confidence, because he seems like that type of coach, where it's like, he'll pull you to the side and be like, yo, I know you're better than this. I know how good you can be. Step up. And I feel like that that's at least playing a part into Rayo and um, Mahala's game. Yeah. And it's like, instead of saying, oh, I've heard, mm-hmm. show me. No, I know. Yeah. Just go do it. Like, I've stop. Seen, I've seen what you could do on the training ground. Yeah. Like, stop thinking. Mm-hmm. Just do it. Yeah. Nike. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, that's exactly how I feel, man. And this guy just <laughs> gives a completely different vibe uh, compared to Bob Bradley. Uh, I mean. More like, more optimistic. More than optimistic. More fun. Hey, more Ted Lasso, bro. That's what this <laughs> Steve Lasso, bro. That's what this guy is right now, man. And I, I'm all here for it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, anybody that's listening and wants to call in, 562-985-5140. Go ahead and let us know what your thoughts are. Five games in, LAFC remain undefeated. Top of the table in the Western Conference and top of the league in terms of supporter shield points. Uh, tied with Philadelphia right now. The only two teams that are undefeated. 
Uh, and we have some fun matchups against Philadelphia the past few years. I'm excited to see them very soon. Um, Technically, Chicago Fire is undefeated. Yeah, they More are. ties than wins, though. Yeah. Ah. I was going to say, you said something a little bit ago that stuck with me. You said Chicho realized what was happening when they were 2-1, and he stepped up. So... You kind of said is is Chicho the leader then? I don't I don't Were necess- you trying to incite that? No, no, no I wasn't necessarily saying that. It was more like he was taking initiative. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like it's a team. Yeah. You know what I mean? Course, if course. you see somebody down, hey, compa, mm-hmm. get up, man. You yeah. know, we got we got to keep on. We still got 45 more minutes and that's exactly what I saw from him. Mm-hmm. Not only like necessarily him telling everybody to do it, but just based off his actions alone, he by started example. putting more pressure by example. Exactly, mm-hmm. he led by example. He started pressuring more on that back line from Orlando, and you know what, Vela and Rito were like, "Oh, okay, we should probably be doing the same thing." Yeah, that led to the midfield like, "Oh, we got to step it up as well because our captain Carlos Vela mm-hmm. is stepping up because our striker Chicho Rango is doing the same thing, mm-hmm. leading by example, man, playing as a unit, and that's exactly what we got from here. You know. That's exactly what it is. Just playing by example. So, yeah. I I just want to make you make sure you clarify that. Oh yeah, yeah. Thank I you. I don't want to make you sound sound like uh, you're saying Chicho's captain or something. Ain't no cap, Chicho better than Vela, bro. <laughs> <laughs> you want an overreaction? No, yeah, right. it. <laughs> Give him the captain, Ben. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, Vela's still at the hell, man. And you know it's it's crazy the way that LAFC is playing right now with everything so new. And so many questions that we've been asking for a very long time, they've mm-hmm. been answered. At least I feel like they've been tentatively answered after five games. Yep. And now we just have two more questions that we honestly have no control over of. Uh, neither of the players have control of necessarily. It's more like on the front office personnel perspective. And there's two questions. One, we still have one DP spot. And Do we money. necessarily still need it? We can get it. And we can secure everything i think we should secure it no matter what every championship winning team in the mls should win their league with three dp slots Mm -hmm. no matter if they need it or not they need to have that i think that's an interesting conversation to be had there i think so too because through 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 now we've been doing pretty good and we have depth everywhere yeah is there anywhere where you would want a DP spot specifically? Personally, it's not a good idea for to mention, but tactically and like, or like logically, mm-hmm. I would like to see another midfielder. Mm-hmm. I would agree. I would think out of the attacking defense in mid, mid is like mid is probably like we need somebody who could like hold the ground. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think honestly, worst case, we give that DP spot to a player that's already there. Like okay. Kellen Acosta, mm-hmm. which I would not like, but that does put like Kellen Acosta, Cifuentes, Blessing, Ginella, Elias Sanchez, all those guys like on their toes. Oh, mm-hmm. we got some top notch guy to come and, you know, do their thing mm-hmm. when they're already performing really well. But I don't know. To me, it's like, okay, I'm doing a great job. And you're going to get somebody who's like potentially like leading me. Am I not doing good enough? Is that what you're saying? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That's just not necessarily that, but it's like, can we enhance that side? Yes. Mm-hmm. You only is we you only as strong as your weakest link, and I think personally that if it's between the midfield and the defense, which link which link is weaker? I think our midfield is slightly weaker than our defense. I would agree with you. And to tell you the truth, our midfield is damn good. Mm-hmm. It's really good. It's really fun to watch. I would agree. Ilya has been phenomenal. Dude, I told you from, like, the first time I saw him, like, this dude is legit. He's he's as much of a six as you would want a six to be. Yeah, that's exactly what it is. And not the destroyer Casemiro type six. Like, a elegant, I'm going to win the ball back. I'm going to distribute evenly. I can sit in front of the defense and win balls back, too. Like, he's everything you would kind of want out of a six. Yep, that's most definitely, man. Well, with that, we're going to go ahead and uh, take our first commercial break. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in to the Los Angeles Saga Show. You're listening to it on 88.1 FM HD3, KKJZ, Long Beach, Los Angeles. We are 22 West Radio, but most importantly, Jonathan, we are Black, Black and gold. gold. We'll see you guys shortly.
welcome back, everybody. Welcome back, gang, to the Los Angeles Saga Show here on 22S Radio, 88.1 FM HD3, KKJZ, Long Beach, Los Angeles. Again, we are 22S Radio, but most importantly, Jonathan, we We are are Black Black and Gold. Gold. Welcome, everybody, back to the show. And right now, we are accepting calls. We have our first caller here. Let's go ahead and get him on here. You want to go ahead and cover me for now, Jonathan, while I set this up? All right. What are we talking about? What's your overall thoughts on uh, just heading into this derby this weekend? Heading into the derby. I am excited. LAFC is playing the best ball they debatably have played in a year and a half. Galaxy are also pretty good. Like, yeah, we're an LAFC podcast and everything, but it's it's. It's fair to admit that Galaxy has been doing better than expected, at least. And Chicharito has played a big part of that, scoring, I believe, five goals or four goals in five games. Sists there as well. And it's crazy because when Chicharito first got to the team, everyone was like, oh, does he really even care? He's just moving to L.A. because he wants to live here and whatever. And yeah, you can make that argument for last season, but this season he's definitely turned it on. Most, and leading the team. Yeah, most definitely. Well, with that, we're going to get go ahead and bring on our good friend, LAFC Dad, to talk to us about uh, whatever you want to talk about. Boss, what is it you want to talk to us, man? First off, what's up, fellas? How you guys doing? What we're is doing up, good, man? Hope everything's cool. Good. Everything's good, man. Everything's good. 401 through 5. How could it be bad, right? Right. Yeah. <clears throat> hey, so so a couple, a couple things, really. I mean, everything you guys have said has been... Um, you know, for for the most part, pretty you know, pretty accurate. But I think the biggest difference I read on your your Twitter, kind of your lead into the show, was like, is this team better than 2019? And it's hard to make that comparison after five games, obviously. But for the sake of kind of chatting about it, <clears throat> offensively, no. I mean, I think when it comes to kind of a kind of an attack-minded team, uh, what ended up costing that team was that that's really all they did was they just attacked so well and held the ball so much other teams really couldn't score but when it came down to big games they just they just fell through right they 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 couldn't play games in very tough situations but there are three things specifically from somebody who's watched every single lafc game in, in history whether live or after the fact or on tv or whatever it may be this team defends better as a as a collective unit now obviously this you know a couple of days ago wasn't the greatest defending job we've ever seen but um this team defends better i mean they just they just have a, a field the, the midfield tracks back there's just there's just very that they closed down very well they, they didn't close down very well first half and then you could see the janela sub for sifu sifu was everywhere the first 15 minutes of that second half mm-hmm. they closed down every single time orlando had possession and they were a completely different team. I mean, Orlando looked shell shocked. Like they looked like they were going to come out and just run us off the pitch. Uh, you know, an LA team traveling all the way to the East Coast. I know you guys haven't even touched on that yet, but I mean, historically, it's like 30% of those games are wins. It's like it's like a very very poor record for any team coming from the Eastern Time Zone to the Western or vice versa. Uh, so so as a fan, I'm thinking, hey, Orlando's a good team. There's a lot of pundits who said, hey, this team's going to be right there in the thick of it in the East. It's at home. We got guys with tired legs coming off international break, right? Five guys traveled for international break. Let's just get a point out of this. And like, I think a point would have been a victory, but first half was obviously ugly, but they gutted out two goals. The first goal was obviously gorgeous. Second goal was more of like, a, I think that defender was trying to, and he headed back to Galesa and mm-hmm. just missed, and then and, and Mario buried it. And hey, we're, it's 0 0 at half, right? 2 2, it's an even game. But this is where we kind of have 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 changed. Chirondolo made the the substitutions that needed to be made at halftime. Bob Bradley was so stubborn with regards to his system and his style of play that it cost him silverware, cost him hardware. Like hey, some, he somebody had to say it, right? <laughs> he refused to change. I mean, 2019 was beautiful, man. Some of the best soccer we've ever seen played in MLS history. No right, the greatest goal differential of all time. Broke the points record. In my opinion, there should be an asterisk next to New England's last year. They played only the Eastern Conference, which was trash. The Western Conference is way deeper. 
So you play just the Eastern Conference and you get to break the points record, give me a break. They're not going to do it this year, I can promise you that. But the, the reality is that the team defends better. There seems to be a real camaraderie on the team that you can just see every goal, every, every uh, kind of uh, p- possession change, every, every small win. There just seems to be, just from the outside looking and having seen the last two seasons, there's not a lot of hanging of the heads and things don't go the right way. You never felt like looking at the team like, all right, 2-2, you had the lead, you just gave it right back. Huge mistake on the back post with Moutinho. That would have just buried the team the last two years. It would have been over. Yeah. No, there was, I, there was I, no resilience. This team is more resilient. They defend better. They pick one another up. And they're, they're way better on set pieces. Like, that's not something that I think you guys have mentioned. We have historically been terrible with Bob, not only from a scoring perspective set piece-wise, but defending it as well. And both of those things, the team statistically is, like, way off the charts better than they have been the last four seasons. Those three things will get us very, very far in this league. Uh, And then lastly, it's just a deep roster, right? We were all on Thornton for those first two days. Then he came through with the Sanchez move, the Acosta move. But the depth on this team is what will get us to where we want to be because it allows us to game manage, right? You're down, you're 2 2, you're on the road, it's raining, it's, you know, 95% humidity, it's in the low 70s, everyone's got tired legs. You need a bench to win a game like that. And every single sub that Trundle brought in affected the game positively almost instantly and you can't you can't do that one without the ability to say hey Vela you got to come off right you have to be able to have the cojones to pull him off the field and put in Tajiri Shradi and put in a Poku or whoever right mm, no you have doubt. to be able to do that Bob, Bob, Bob would just let guys go out there and when you felt the game changing whether it be from the stands or on TV he would just expect them to play out of it every single time you have 18 for a reason dolo clearly is unafraid of using his bench right he's not scared at all so there's there's a lot of things i'm seeing positively right i didn't expect him to be 4-0-1 i expected them to drop a couple early games new coach new system new players there's going to be growing pains no doubt true. it's going far better than i could have ever expected at this point and and for those main three reasons uh, defensive shape uh, their ability to game manage and the depth allowing them to sub and change as the game changes and their ability to defend and, and on set piece and be dangerous on set pieces. That's all new. You know, it's all new to this squad and we're seeing it kind of all at the one time, you know? Yeah. I mean, a hundred percent, man. LAFC dad coming onto the show and dropping truth bombs on Very us. Very good points. Thank you for all that boss. You just, that was absolutely fantastic, man. You're Everything. Too. Look at that. Yeah, right? Yeah. <laughs> we're upgrading a little bit here on the show. We're getting, we're getting there. We're getting there. We're getting there little by little. But no, exactly everything you said is is spot on. Uh, the only thing I would have a question for you is, you know, I, I what I'm hearing from you is that you think Steve Trundle is a good coach. Correct? Thus far. Five so games far, in, of course, yeah. might be. So, yeah, thus far, yes. Now, yeah. what are you doing better than I expected? I, I was not a fan of the hire. I mean, you can look at my Twitter timeline. I was not a fan of the hire because I just felt like the team we'd established, who we are as a brand, I felt like there was names out there that they could have went and got, right? But I'm also the first guy to say, hey, I don't know what I don't know. Exactly. I'm not in that room. And there's been errors. I mean, Thorington is not perfect, right? This roster he's put together this year so far looks phenomenal. But if you just look a couple years back, not, not everything has been perfect, right? No doubt. Uh, case in point, Zimmerman trade. I mean, what, a, what an awful decision that was to not pay the guy, you know, uh, a few hundred thousand dollars, uh, you know, over the, over the gam threshold, making the Tam play her. Like, yeah, you do that a hundred times over now with hindsight. But mm-hmm. so there's been some growing pains. Uh, and that wasn't the only, you know, um, decision that kind of didn't work against us. But Joao Moutinho, for one, right? We traded him for Mohamed Elmanir. Where's that guy, right? So, yeah. <clears throat> point is, this hasn't been perfect, but the Dolo, the Dolo has experience, okay? He has experience on a back line at a position we've been traditionally weak at. He, he's done it. Okay, Bob's done it as a coach, but. Bob didn't play 15 years in Germany. Really, wanted, really the first real American export to have a career in Europe. Other guys went there for drinks of water. But I mean a 15-year career. <laughs> they call him the mayor of the city he played for. 
So I think there's there's a camaraderie that's been built very quickly. Bringing back Razov and Mark Dos Santos cannot be understated. Huge, huge, huge things for the continuity of him being the new guy, but there's continuity there, right? And those guys seem to have the respect of the team, and there just seems to be uh, – he's, he's fostering an attitude of this is a team, right? We're going to do what we got to do to win. Everybody's going to contribute. He said it multiple times in every interview. Our players will play. Everyone's going to contribute. They're on this roster. They're going to get an opportunity. He's not afraid to start Janelle on the road in Orlando. It didn't work out very well. Yeah. But he got 45 minutes, and he said, okay, hey, that's not working, and immediately swapped him out at halftime. The adjustments. So, that's exactly he's, he's been he's, really good at adjusting to, to the game situations. Yeah, and a lot of new guys aren't going to have the guts to do that, man. It's, it's not easy to pull Carlos Vela. No doubt about that. No doubt. 70th minute, 60th minute, whenever it is. He's healthy. He's not hurt. You're not trying to preserve him. He's not coming. Vela wasn't on international duty. His legs weren't tired. They could have easily left him in there. Yep. It takes a lot to identify something and say, hey, I think this will improve our performance right now in the moment and do it. And it seems like so far, he's kind of batting a thousand, you know. But this weekend is a big game, though, right? We'll see how the team under him handles the you know the the the, the fifteen mile uh, tr- you know, trip uh, to Carson for the away game because that's a home Bob game, boss. Come up. on, now. that's Bob a home game. Bob never got him up for that game. Yeah. Bob never got him up for that game. That's why mm-hmm. we never won there in four years. Tied there, but never won there, and and, and that's on Bob, right? So Dolo has an ability to come in right away, game six, do something that Bob never did in four years, and everybody kind of gives, hey, was this a great coach? And this is not great, yeah, but that's the one thing he never did. He never won in Carson. But he never won a car. So we beat him. We beat him in the playoffs. Uh-huh. He never won there. Yep. Right, exactly. So he's a, uh, Trundle has got a big opportunity this weekend. And I think this roster coming in at 411, I just hope they're not reading their press clippings a little bit. You know, uh, you kind of felt that sometimes in the last couple of seasons. You put a couple wins together and then they would just throw up a stinker. Let's see if Dolo can keep him up because this is the game, right? Galaxy's 3 and 2. They want to come in. They want to show, hey, you guys aren't as good as you think you are, so on and so forth. We haven't necessarily played the cream of the crop. We did tie Portland. <clears throat> Only got back into that game because of a red card. Probably the same reason why Galaxy beat up on them yesterday is an early red card. But um, I, I, I do think that we should expect the team to perform well uh, this weekend. I don't, I don't have, uh, you know, four, four wins and a tie after five games is not where I expected us to be. But if you ask me about the first six games, we're like, who really cares about the first five? Work the Kings out and win game six. Yep. Right. That car, the Carson game is what matters. So, so they know, you know, they know they got to come in and win this game. But a lot of us expected them to kind of drop points last night. Yeah. You know, to tie it or to really not, you know, especially with the rotation, you see who's starting at midfield. You're like, okay, you got Ilya, but Janelle and Ilya, that doesn't, I don't know how they match and then, you know, blessing. Yeah. Blessing kind of does his own. And like you too. say, you know, uh, just getting that one point would have, uh, you know, would have been satisfied. LAFC Dad, I appreciate you for hopping on our show, man. And unfortunately, we're going to have to let you go because we have other callers that want to go ahead and talk to us. Let's do but it. again, guys, hey, pleasure as always. Yeah, thank you, you, LAFC always, Dad. And you're always welcome back for sure, man. Always you're speaking you. facts, too. Bye, so. brother. Yeah. Better, yourself. Thank you, man. Have a good day. Shout out LAFC Pops. How about that one, point. man? Do you know his name? I don't know his name. I can't just keep calling him dad. He <laughs> wants us to, though. He told yeah. me to make sure LAFC dad. I was like, all right. Okay, all right. That's LAFC's daddy right there. Shout out to him, man. Um, yeah, and he's been showing it up uh, from time to time. He's a big supporter of our show, so thank you again for he, hopping he, back. He knows what he's talking about. He knows so. what he's talking about. And you know what? This is exactly what Overreaction Monday is supposed to give fans the opportunity to do so, is to express themselves. And, you know, it's called Overreaction because we're going to react a lot. Not necessarily because, oh, you're exaggerating. No, you're reacting a lot to what happened this past weekend. That's mm-hmm. exactly what LFC Dad gave us right now. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So, shout out to him for that. And honestly, if you want to think of over-exaggeration of everything he was saying, that is not exactly what it was. Mm-hmm. That was exact the way how you should interpret this. And he's interpreting well. Like mm-hmm. he said, you know. He, he, what he doesn't know, he doesn't know. We don't mm-hmm. know what's going on behind, but we're seeing the product of it uh, on the pitch. And it's as of right now, pretty well. it's, yeah, five games in, we're pretty satisfied for everything that's going. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, I asked him, Steve Trundle, is he a good coach? He thinks so, yes, thus far. But what I want to ask you, Jonathan, is can he prove this weekend not only that he's a good coach with the win against Galaxy, but that possibly we have a great coach at the helm right now for LAFC? 
So that's kind of two questions in one. I'm going to go. I feel good about this Galaxy game, personally. I do, I too. feel like he has a team a culture type thing going where they can be like, yo, let's go win this because we want to win this. Yep. And I think that plays into, <clears throat> I think he is a good coach on to your second question, because to me, he seems like a player's coach. Yeah. Like he's been a player forever as, as this dude was telling us for 15 years in Germany. So he knows what players want and don't want out of a coach. And that gives you per- different perspective. Everyone loves different perspectives in a locker room. You can't just have one way of looking at things, which is Broad Bradley tend to, tend to do in the past. So I think having a player's coach in that sense, he he has all the good signs of being a good coach. However, we do need to see him through some hardships to really say if he's a good, good coach or not. Like, yeah, he can go 10-0, and 0, but... Be, he hasn't really dealt with much injury yeah. or like things you can't control that coaches that happened throughout the season right and i agree with you you know and like just based on that mm. i honestly i mean not this coming weekend but i want to see lafc take a loss mm. and see how trundle will bounce this squad back mm. how resilient can steve trundle set this team's mindset and going forward how quickly can they shake off a big loss um, and you know, learn from the mistakes and just go forward. Mm-hmm. And we got a little glimpse of that against Orlando. It wasn't a loss, but if we were to say who won the first half, definitely Orlando. Orlando. They won that game for sure. Mm-hmm. But how do they decide to win it back? They won the second and ultimately won the game. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So I agree with you. I I really want to see Steve Turandolo, uh face adversary and respond to it. Mm-hmm. How can he? turn the ship around when the ship is sinking yeah of course it's always great to say oh imagine we go 38 and no when you have no problems but that's just unrealistic it is it's a mls is a long long curating season stuff happens bro we still have playoffs in the end Mm -hmm. and it's just like open Open cup Cup coming up champions league and stuff like that leagues cup there's just a lot of things that are out of control world cup qualifiers not gonna say we want adversary adversity but at some point, there will be adversity, and we would like to see how low responds to that. Exactly. And also, one small little detail that I also wanted to say, um, how LAFC dad was saying he's not scared to sub off Vela, which most coaches would be. It seems like Vela is more understanding with low than before. Is that fair to say? Because uh, he, he, he just walks off. He under- understands the sub. And back, like, last season or the season before, he'd kind of argue this like, sub and be like, yo, I don't really want to come off. Or, like, even if he doesn't say anything, the body language tells you. Yeah. Yeah, I know that about that. And then, you know, with, with Bob Bradley, I mean, that's another thing, too. Bob Bradley wasn't as transparent as, you know, Steve Trundle has been thus far. Five games mm-hmm. in, he's been very transparent with us, you know? As yeah. for Bob Bradley within the past four years, not really. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Um, So when Bob Bradley would, did state that, you know, what, Vela will play as long as he wants to play. Mm. You know, he'll come out when he says he wants to come out. Mm. So then basically gave Vela, you know, the opportunity to, you know, take more initiative on his role within the team. Not necessarily the team putting the role on him. Mm. You know what I'm saying? He is the captain, sure. Yeah. But what if the captain is not, you know, performing to the standard that everyone else is putting on? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? True. And that's what Steve Trundle has the guts, you know, the, the seer guts to actually make that decision. You know what? You did good for 70 minutes, but you're 75 minutes in. You look gassed. Mm-hmm. You're not performing at the way we need you for the final 15. We're going to take you out. Yeah, and it and seems like Vela's more understanding with this guy than at least Bob. Yeah, right. exactly. You know what I mean? It was like Bob was in charge of everybody else but Vela. Mm-hmm. Vela was in charge of himself. Yeah. In a way. Yeah. You know, it was like Vela and LAFC, not LAFC with Vela. Exactly. And that's why, you know, Steve Trundle has reunited this team thus far. I really think he's a good coach. Mm-hmm. Uh, again, it's still very early, but he has, you know, been doing really good thus far. First first report card, you know, uh, what is Progress it called? Progress report. Progress report, A-plus for sure. Yeah. A-plus for yeah. sure. So I'm really I'm really excited to see uh, LAFC against. There hasn't been too much in the grade book yet. But yeah, right. A plus yeah. so far, and like. we all start with A's anyway. Yeah, right? yeah, exactly. <laughs> he hasn't missed an assignment. Yeah, yeah. definitely has not. <laughs> yeah, no, exactly. Uh, but with that, guys, uh, Derby week should be a fun one. I'm really excited for this Derby this Saturday, and I'm just 
want to keep on going from there, man. Can we continue to ride this high that Steve Trenlow has put us on? And can we see possibly one of the best matchups ever between LAFC, Carlos Vela, and the Galaxy in Chicharito? Mm-hmm. The first time ever we see these two and Mexican Chicago. superstars take on each other. And mm-hmm. honestly, there's a possibility that this could be one to remember for. And possibly there's an opportunity that it will top the Slaton era. Mm-hmm. So we'll see, man. Should be a full one. Any final thoughts before we head out, Jonathan? I just want a good game. <laughs> That's the, all I at, want. At the end of the day, I'll yeah, take a, yeah, I'm an LAFC fan and everything, but I'd rather see a good game over a thrashing. A 1-0-0-1-0. Yeah, I agree with you, man. We yeah. need a fun one. Yeah. And Raheem Edwards not to score. Anyway, <laughs> thank you, everybody, for tuning in to the Los Angeles Saga Show. My name is Jerry Reynoso alongside my good friend. Jonathan Ortega at where John at on at Twitter. JR4YNOS. So follow us at Los Angeles Saga on Twitter. We have recovered our Twitter account, baby. Yeah. Let's oh, yeah, it. follow LA Saga, too. Follow LA Saga on Twitter. Follow both of us. Hey, we, we all follow back, all right? Yeah, we follow <laughs> back everybody, man. Come on now. Hey, we got that going. And you're always welcome to come and chat with us. We have our preview podcast on Friday. Uh, we'll be previewing the Derby, El Trafico. I don't care if you don't like it. That's the name of what it's called. So we're going to go by that name. I don't know it's actually it. good, bro. It's not I don't bad. It makes sense. Out, bro. Yeah, yeah. It, it does. It's, yeah. it's very creative, man. Yeah. It makes about. sense, bro. It makes sense. Yeah. People complain about the wrong yeah, things, no, man. I just want to complain sometimes. That's what I'm saying, man. <laughs> we got there's no water. There's in Africa. stuff to do. About, bro. Saying, there's no water in Africa, bro. These guys complain about the name of a derby, bro. Come on, now. we don't even got a Comrex in here. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, man. We got we got equipment that we need, man. These people complain about the name of a for of a rivalry. Anywho, <laughs> you're listening to Los Angeles Saga Show on 88.1 FM HD3 KKJZ Long Beach, Los Angeles, ladies and gentlemen. We are 22 West Radio, but most importantly, Jonathan, what are we? We are Black and Gold. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in. We're gonna holla at you because Nas promo. See you guys Friday on Spotify. Should be a good one. Let's get this show going. And dale, dale, black and gold.